So many people ask on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's in a one-on-one -on -one or a live event, like how did you figure it out? How did you discover that you were a narcissist? So I wanna walk you through a little bit of it today. I decided to go through and actually reshoot this video because it's been a while since I've actually done a video like walking through this and kind of scripted out a little bit different. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, my journey in narcissism, narcissistic abuse, please subscribe, hit that notification, and share some of the videos with people that you think might be going through the same stuff. Because when you spread that awareness, that helps you and helps other people get to a place where that knowledge can be put into action and you can get free from toxicity. Well, when people ask me, I normally like refer them to a video that I did a while back called Self-Aware Narcissist on my Raw Motivations YouTube channel. And whenever they do that, they'll look at that and I was like, I just need to, I want to go through and I want to add a little bit more context. So uh, we're going to kind of break it down a couple different ways. So discovering my narcissism. Uh, the signs, like some of the stuff that I exemplified with narcissism, the realization, um, seeking help, and then life now. So hopefully this isn't going to be a long video, but I want to try to put this together for you guys. Okay. So first off, discovering my narcissistic tendencies. It was not a light bulb and it was not a moment. There was not one thing that flipped. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the switch. Okay. For me, I say like I had a dimmer switch, the light slowly came on or I was working on a puzzle. And as I flipped over the pieces and slowly put the puzzle together, it eventually spelled narcissism. And so that's kind of like the idea of like, it's typically not this one thing. Narcissists oftentimes will make you think this like a come to Jesus moment of like, boom, I'm healed. And a lot of times it's, it's never that way. Okay. So for me, started off with learning about personality tests. Okay. Learning about personality types. Uh, we're talking about DISC, Enneagram, uh, Myers-Briggs, 16 personalities, uh, StrengthsFinder, stuff like that. And I had to do that with my job. I had to do that when I was working with Chick-fil-A and running different teams. And so as a result, I had to start to figure out how to actually run teams, how to actually build people together, how to build a why behind the things that we were doing, that we were saying, all those kind of things. I started to realize that I'm different. I started to realize like my personality is way different than the majority of people. Like some of my like scores or like charts were like like very high in one area. So like this personality is like very high in the D category and like non-existent in like the S. So I was like very like dominant of like this is what we're gonna do. And like as far as like caring or sympathy, I was like, what are you talking about? Like that wasn't there. And so I started realizing there was different pieces there. In, in different reading and things like that because I was always reading trying to help in like business stuff. Like how do I run? How do I do this kind of stuff? And I had stumbled across a book that was given to me by one of my bosses uh, by Brene Brown, Daring Greatly, that goes into the aspect of shame and guilt. And that was something I never really thought about before and never thought that impacted me. And I realized there was a piece of that that I'm like, I, I can actually see this. Uh, there was aspects that I learned about emotional intelligence. Uh, there's a book I read about emotional intelligence and a couple other things to try to help me understand, like, wait a second, like, I'm handling certain things differently than other people. 
Uh, I got involved in the aspect of going into uh, Wake Up Warrior and joined the Wake Up Warrior Challenge uh, a couple years ago. And when I did that, uh, I thought that was kind of like last resort. Like I don't really know like anything else that I'm supposed to do. Maybe this crazy person on the internet will actually help fix me kind of thing. And so I went into it and it started being like revealing and opening me up. And I would say like when I went through it, I was really, I was pretty well open. Uh, and got to the place where it revealed like several lies inside of my life. And those lies were ones that I didn't want to acknowledge to myself, uh, to my wife, to God, to family, to friends, to coworkers. It was stuff that I wanted to hold like, no, this isn't me. I'm a good person. Like I'm this, you know, I wanted to hide behind that mask. But a lot of that work with Wake Up Warrior Challenge like early on helped expose a lot of things and helped get me to the place of like, okay, there's pieces that I need to work on. Now that didn't like magically change me and that wasn't the fix. Um, today, what I would say is it's the thing that helps me on a day-to-day basis the most. But back then it like opened up different things. Uh, it didn't fix anything because I continue on with the affairs. I continue on with things that are happening. I got involved with a girl who had BPD and narcissistic traits. I got to see like some of the stuff that I was doing, the toxic stuff I was doing. I got to see that coming from her. That was a different experience for me. I'd never experienced my toxicity towards me. So that was a little bit like awakening of like, whoa, like something's actually going on. Um, someone, someone brought up like, Hey, I think you're a narcissist. And I started to look into it. I was like, no, I'm not a narcissist. Like it doesn't, doesn't exist. You know, all this kind of stuff, like just denial. And then got to the place where I went to a sex addiction intensive and my wife, my boss thought like, Hey, this is what he's struggling with. Went to that. I knew about narcissism at that point. So when I walked out of it, there was frustration and also relief. There was frustration of like, it's not sex addiction. I'm actually a narcissist. And there was relief of like, well, at least I finally know what it is because I always knew that there's something different or like something was wrong. Okay. So that gives you like a brief overview of like some of that discovery piece. And over the years, it was stuff that impacted a lot of people and and hurt a lot. There was a lot of destruction that happened in my relationship with my wife, with the affairs that I had in those years. So in a period of about eight years, there was five affairs. And typically, the four of those were long-term. One of them was like a week. But like four of those were long-term affairs. And it damaged a lot of people. It hurt my wife. There was a lot of emotional safety that was destroyed in all of these affairs and everything that's going on. So there's a huge aspect of like starting to discover and starting to learn all of this. Uh, a lot of times, so the second thing, okay, signs of narcissism. So the second thing is like a lot of times people ask me like, well, what kind are you? You know, are you a covert? Are you an overt? I don't think a lot of people just fit in only one category. There's, I think, a pretty big genre of people that go back and forth. For me, in how I lived and how I worked, like the overt piece was like very much so in the job, in the workplace. The covert piece was more like friends and family. So like people would be like, wow, like outside of work, you're actually a really nice person. Like I, like you really like show up for people. Like I didn't realize how much you cared. All that kind of stuff was like outside the workplace environment. So if I could get people in the workplace environment outside, they start to see how awesome I am. And then we go back to the workplace and they work hard for me. Okay, so like that was like a piece of like the overt versus the covert. Uh, had extreme ego, so a huge amount of ego in my job. I was the best person ever. Uh, when my wife, when my wife first met me, like when we met at the job, she was like, "This guy's a jerk. Like, why in the world would I want to be with him?" And a huge piece of that was like I thought I was the best. Okay, um, I was I was always looking for ideal love. 
But like, I'm going to find this with a certain person. Oh, they no longer fit that version of ideal love. So let's shut that down. Let's move on to the next person that developed a lot of affairs. Uh, very much like always need of that admiration from like constantly being together, constantly texting one person, 20 people. Like it didn't really matter. It was like, this has to happen to feed me. I always thought that I was special. Like I was better than everybody else. Like I wouldn't say that and I wouldn't like look down on people, but it, but it'd come out in my tone, in my approach, in my like scoffing or belittling of other people. Uh, I thought that I was entitled for like what I wanted. Like you were meant to work for me. You were meant to serve me. You were meant to do X, Y, and Z. Was envious over other people. Was envious like when other people would do stuff that I wanted to do. Was envious of other uh, supplies when they would go out to be with other people. Like all different pieces like that. Um, yeah. And so there's like literally like every single thing, like no empathy, uh, super arrogant, uh, take advantage of people, like all that kind of stuff. So like when we talk about narcissism, I check the box on all of them. Okay. At one time or another, in one level or another, I check the box on all nine characteristics of narcissistic personality disorder. Well, the realization piece, I guess I kind of skipped ahead a little bit here. The realization piece is I kept wanting to deny it. Uh, it came down to the fact that like my wife said, Hey, I think you're a narcissist after we went through like sociopathic tendencies and stuff like that. And I was like, no, I'm not a narcissist. And like made sure everybody tell her, told her that I was a narcissist. Well, I got together with a girl with BPD and that was the piece that kind of like started turning a little bit of like, Whoa, like I'm seeing the same thing back. Uh, went to the sex addiction, kind of skipped ahead with that. Um, realized it's what I, what I am. I'm a narcissist. Uh, the obligation of therapy is like at first it felt like, well, I guess I got to go to therapy. So I went to EMDR. At that time, it felt like this feels like an obligation. Like this feels like this is just what I'm supposed to do. Like, okay, I, I can't be this awful person. So I need to work on this. So I just need to go to therapy. I went to EMDR and I thought I was like, this person's a quack. Like they're crazy. Like, like, what is this EMDR stuff? And got into it and started to realize that there might be something there. Like, started to uncover some shame and some guilt from the past that I didn't want to acknowledge and that I didn't want to deal with. So then in seeking help with therapy, uh, it's been huge. Like, we're talking now almost two years now that I've been in uh, just regular, like, talk therapy with the EMDR that was six months before that. So almost two and a half years of, like, therapy. Uh, I normally just count just the, the talk therapy versus the EMDR, even though it's good. Uh, but there's, like, a piece of, like, this is hard to fill the void. Like, it's hard to fill, like, what's actually inside? How do I actually get filled up if I'm not filling myself up with other people? And, like, understanding that shift of, like, understanding and discovering what gratitude is and how that actually affects me when I'm able to take my eyes off of me and I'm able to put it on other people or the things that other people have done or that I've done or like be able to take the idea of like discovering gratitude has been a huge aspect of my journey. Like I've got a lot of stuff that I've done about gratitude being like, I don't know how to be grateful, so I need to lean into this. And I've leaned into it pretty heavily. Uh, there's also a piece of like in therapy of like dealing with the thought of like, am I a man or am I a monster? Like, you know, people are like a narcissist or demons, you know, like when it comes down to it, like, which one am I like in those moments and that idea of like sitting with that of like, maybe I've been both and like understanding that and starting to work through that, like big, big stuff that are been like big con concepts for me, like working through the healing process. Uh, the accountability and the transparency then had to start ramping up from therapy to interaction with my wife. Like I had to start being transparent with her. I had to lose like all the stuff that I was controlling. I had to give up the stuff that like I was holding on to being like, no, you can have access to everything. You can see everywhere that I'm going to be like, I'll communicate when I'm going different places. All those things had to start to ramp up if I wanted to have any type of change. 
Okay. Uh, last, last kind of thing, like main subject I want to talk about is life after discovering narcissism. Sometimes people ask, like, is it easier now that you're aware? And I'm like, honestly, a lot of times, no. Uh, there's a lot of it that now there's now there's more of an idea of like I know that there's a choice. Uh, I know that there's an option to do either one, good or negative. Or before I wasn't acknowledging that the good was even there. Uh, a lot of times I say it's harder with awareness because it's along the lines of like, this is harder for me to be able to say like, I see it and now I actually know and have that accountability and responsibility here versus like before I just shove it away, not care. Now I'm actually trying to do something about it. So it's different. Over the past like year, especially, there's been like massive shifts in like every different aspect of my life of like getting better into health, uh, like having better sleep patterns, like getting like supplements to help like ground me, my connection with like God and like working through like how that actually matters to me, how that matters to other people, my relationships, uh, growing, getting to the place of like growing with my wife, of like having like weekly date nights, having intentional connection, like time for us to be able to interact, getting involved even more with Wake Up Warrior. I mentioned before, like that's one of the things that helps ground me on like a day-to-day basis because there's tools that I use inside Wake Up Warrior every single day to be able to help ground me and make sure that I'm living the life that I should or that I'm supposed to. But like the life that I'm actually trying to develop and grow is like building in empathy, like helping learn how to connect with other people, helping to see different things, helping to deconstruct the stories in my mind that want to lock me into a fiction or a false reality. I meditate daily. I stack, which is like a journaling aspect with Wake Up Warrior. I stack several times a day to try to be able to get my mind centered of the direction that I need to go. The communication is different. The communication with my wife, like communicating with her is much different compared to what it was a year ago, uh, where we're actually starting to be able to communicate on levels that are getting into emotional intimacy and like emotional aspects where I can be vulnerable, she can be vulnerable, and like I'm not attacking her. Uh, being able to build up the cognitive empathy of how this works, how I actually work through these things. All these things have been massive shifts and like major learnings over the past year, over the past two years of trying to understand myself and trying to grow myself with that. Um, hopefully that helps just kind of walking through and trying to give you an idea. I know typically like videos like this normally get like low views, but I'm not here for the views. I'm here to try to be able to explain. This is like answer your question. This is how I discovered my narcissism. This is some of the stuff that's been going on in it. Uh, if you're at the place where you want to be able to learn more about narcissism, my journey, or just try to understand how this matches up compared to your journey or the stuff that you've been through, I'd love to be able to help you in your healing journey. So feel free to be able to reach out um, at rawmotivations.com. Hit the one-on-ones. would love to schedule time to help you to heal, grow, change, and develop.